Take Flight with Freebird is a podcast where we interview successful business owners and innovators, disrupting and empowering the beauty industry with their passion and creativity. In every episode, you'll find a mix of inspirational individuals discussing their stories, insights, trends, and their latest tools. Hi guys, it's Cam with Freebird. I'm so excited. Today we are interviewing Ash Sobey, founder and CEO of Our Success, a high-end marketing firm whose clients consist of Lamborghini and State Farm. Ash is an entrepreneur and philanthropist dedicated to helping others pursue happiness and giving back to his community. He is passionate, most passionate about the work that he does with the youth and foster care system. I have had the pleasure of getting to know Ash over the last few weeks, and he is truly one of the nicest people that I have met. Ash, thank you so much for being here, and welcome to Take Flight with Freebird. <laughs> thank you, Cam. I really appreciate you having me here. You're definitely one of the nicest people I know here in Reno, too, so I appreciate the compliment very much. Oh, my goodness. You're making me blush. You can't see it, but <laughs> my goodness. Thank you, Ash. I'm telling you, since we met and just the random of your incredible social media marketing catching my attention and then just through the grapevine of you have to meet this guy. And so I'm so glad here we are. How's your day been? Honestly, if I had planned every inch of my life myself, I, it wouldn't have turned out this good. I, I'm very thankful and blessed. One out of every two human beings on earth, even here right now, 20, 2019, doesn't have a sewer system. You and I go yeah. to the restroom, press a button, we never have to worry about it, right? Yes. But the rest of the world has to worry about it. I was looking at some statistics, and it was basically uh, citing that in our absolute worst day here, here in America, even when everything that you can possibly imagine goes wrong, we're, we're most likely still in the top 14% of the entire world. Isn't that so, something? Wow. Oh, out of seven and a half billion people here on earth, why am I the lucky one to be right here right now? So I'm just really, really thankful. And I would preface that with the trillion of other peoples that have walked on this earth. If you and I were born in 1850s, it was going to be a lot harder. If you and I were alive in 650 BC, it was going to be a lot harder. So I'm very, very, very blessed to be right here right now. That is really amazing. And I love your viewpoint is really taking the world that this grand universe we live in and coexist in and all of these different walks of life and making it small and appreciating the present moment and where you are today, no matter what that looks like. And Absolutely. I think it's something that's a, a beautiful reminder for myself even too, because you know, we get so busy in our days and we're just going, going, going. And when we have a full schedule and people and um, I can kind of already tell with you, you love people as much as I do. And yeah. when you meet people, it's it's infectious. It's absolutely. absolutely magical. And I do believe that if we all just let our guard down a little bit more, you know, and just connect it authentically and raw, we'd see a much more beautiful collaboration in the world. I think that's how you and I met. You know, yes. It's just a very organic, natural, sincere conversation. We were, neither one of us was expecting anything in return. Totally. So I, I love just being a four-year-old boy playing with all the four-year-olds out there just because for me, when we're kids, we don't overthink things you know it's not about somebody's religion it's not about their eye yes. color or their height or skin color or political points of views and so on and so forth we're just we're kids you yes. know we have a toy if we want yeah. to play let's play Why for not? sure and i mean and the thing is too you're in your most authentic sense when you're allowing yourself to have that inner child moment and that 100%. just seeing the world as this playground it's so much fun Definitely. and my children will ask me mom where are you going and i'm like <laughs> i don't know i'm just following my feet like <laughs> i'm just living and um there is no rule book there is no 100%. right or wrong and that's something that really inspires me with what you're doing because I think too many times especially in my you know part of the world of beauty is um, you know it's changing just like every other industry and so forth but what we're seeing is competition is really taking a back burner which makes me so excited and we believe a free bird empowering each other and just together is better across 100%. the board that there shouldn't be competition it should be collaboration we all have our own strengths so I kind of wanted to touch on that with you because 
what you do, I, and I want to make sure that people who don't know you or haven't had the privilege that you can help us understand your journey and what led you to here today and how you are inspiring and empowering people with your skill set. I appreciate those, all those big words. You know, I, I'm still just a kid playing, so I don't know about any of that. Uh, frankly, I, I moved to the United States in 2003 as an immigrant, and I was almost nearly 17 years old when I moved here. And uh, United States of America was the first country that actually wanted wanted me as part of the society. They said, kiddo, you have a good GPA, you seem like a stand-up guy, as long as you're not a burden on the society, as long as you're not committing any kind of heinous crimes, as long as you can make a million bucks for yourself and also employ 10 Americans, we're happy to give you your permanent residence and then shortly after I got my citizenship so it kept me really focused it kept me uh, it gave me a goal and uh, Bruce Lee once said uh, every goal is not meant to be achieved it's just something for you to aim at right I, I kind of achieved those goals by the time I was 26 years old and uh, frankly I think the one little mistake I made was that I couldn't really stop I got mm. too caught up in the drama of the tech startup world my, my sure. buddy has such and such car why can't I <laughs> so and so's house is so much bigger why can't and so on and so forth uh, up until my late 20s when they found three tumors in my brain and uh, I saw 23 of the best surgeons I could possibly find and Unfortunately, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, and these tumors kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. They started affecting my vision. I almost lost nearly 50% of my vision in my right eye. It was creeping over to my left eye. I couldn't see the screen anymore. I couldn't drive anymore. I was having debilitating headaches to a point where I would lose my speech. I couldn't find the words I was looking for, and so on and so forth. So it woke me up. It really woke me up after the 23rd surgeon that saw me and, you know, spending so many hours in different MRI machines and doing all kinds of testing that you can imagine. I basically cornered one of the doctors like, come on, tell me something. How much time do I have? I'm on my track to be one of the youngest kids to ever take my company public. And you're going to have to tell me how much time do I have? And he turned around and told me that my worst case scenario is six months to live and then I'm going to die. Whoa. And that was a few years Whoa. ago. Whoa. Or my best case scenario is that I'm going to live for another 60 years, but I'm going to start losing everything I have, you know, including my ability to walk, including my ability to uh, hear, including all these things that, you know, you and I kind of take for granted. Of course. So um, once they couldn't fix me up, uh, frankly, I just left. I left and uh, I was kind of hysterically crying outside of a uh, Buddhist temple. It just happened to be a Buddhist temple. This older, you know, bigger gentleman with a lot of beard came up to me and said, kiddo, what are you crying about? And he was, uh, he had a very deep voice he had a very authoritative figure almost and i basically looked up to him and said sir i'm dying and i'm terrified i don't want to die i don't know how to explain that to you he uh he smiled and he said uh well seems to me we will be more useful dead than alive don't you think it took me by the surprise because I was wasn't expecting response. I was expecting a little bit more, a little more sympathy. positive, like a, a little more. Nobody turn this around. Not totally. like, well, it looks like you're better that way, anyways. Goodness. Sure. But he's, he was he was right about something, mm -hmm. right? He said something like, "Well, just humor me for a minute, just because I think he saw the look on my face." He said, "You're here sitting right now and crying because of your predicament, which is understandable. But imagine if you went six feet under." Imagine if you got decomposed and you actually become part of soil. You became fertilizer. You helped some of these trees around. You became oxygen for the next best person to be born. So to me, you'll be more useful for our ecosystem than that alive. Really, really took me by surprise. And he said, continued to say something like, I'm going to an orphanage right now. It's a foster care. At the time, it was this is down in Southern California. It was called uh, Penny Lane Center. And he said that, uh, would you like to come with me? 
And to be totally honest with you, I basically said no. I yeah, for sure. You're like, I'm trying to have a moment. <laughs> like, I'm trying to seriously. really understand what I just heard. Right. Because mm-hmm. they just told me I was life. Not, right. That was a human moment. You needed Absolutely. to process that. Yes. And then he said something like, well, I'm an older gentleman. So these 16 to 24-year-old boys that we are going to be able to see today, they don't necessarily want to listen to me. Also, a lot of the people that uh, volunteer there, they're female. So these boys, they kind of want to look up to somebody else they can kind of maybe relate with, maybe. And uh, he said, what if tonight is your last night? Don't you want to die happy? Don't you want to do something for somebody else before you die? And I even started crying even harder. Of course. And uh, uh, Bro, I am (laughs) just trying to figure this out. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Totally. And he didn't give me much of a choice, to be honest. He just kind of— He knew what you needed. He knew you needed to get out of your own head. 100%. And he really gave me a lifeline in a way. He kind of put my focus in a different place where instead of just chasing a bigger contract and more money and taking my company public, I started— realizing that we live in this ecosystem the sun doesn't shine for herself does it she shines for you and i the -hmm. the trees don't make oxygen for themselves they make it for you and i the winds don't flow for you unless it's for you and i the Mm -hmm. rivers don't flow either right unless it's for somebody else right so i realized that my happiness is also being part of this natural ecosystem if i can just play and be a part of this ecosystem then i can be happy so ever since i started giving majority of my money away i started kind of figuring out that okay i have this ability I know how to market things. I know how to make and generate revenue and income. But what if somebody can't? If I was a great hunter in a small village, if somebody else has a broken foot, shouldn't I share my food with him, right? And it just makes a lot more sense. It's yeah. much more natural. And frankly, I've never been happier and I've never wow. been wealthier. So. When it was, so help me with time. When, when was this all taking place? Like what does that journey look like for you that this kind of started for you how many years ago next month i'm turning 33 and i'm happy about that and uh, this uh, started having my first symptoms started appearing when i was 27 so next month november or december because we're on the cusp of november so (laughs) november 9th don't you forget it i won't so it's so funny is i'm dyslexic with numbers but birthdays i remember friends from third grade's birthday i'm not even kidding don't ask me any other numbers though <laughs> but that's I'm also crazy. December 1st. So, oh, wow. Very yep, cool. Yep. That's Very what I was close. like, oh, we might be close. But yes. Wow, yes. that is incredible, Ash. So 33 on the 9th. Yes. What an incredible milestone. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. I'm lucky to be here, like I said. I mean, it's it's so cool for us to be a conscious mind, at least at this point. Yeah. To me, uh, there was a very, very famous philosopher that I learned something very great about uh, and from. And he said something like, Everything doesn't have to be serious, right? But if you don't take things too seriously, it's also going to suck. For mm-hmm. example, let's say you and I were playing beach volleyball. Sure. If I take it too seriously, then I run the risk of potentially hurting myself or you. And it, that defeats the purpose of us having fun and doing this for, for a yes. healthier lifestyle. But also at the same time, if I don't take it too seriously, then it's not going to be a fun game, yeah. right? You're just not really playing. So he's described it as we need to take everything sincerely, not seriously. So oh, I like that. I sincerely, love that. Not seriously. Everything's sincere for yes. me. Everything, if I do it, it has to be sincere. If not, I just won't play the, that game. Yes. And I think that's something, too, that for people, um, I can speak for myself in this regard because sincerity, authenticity, raw, vulnerable, all of those things really marry well together, those words. Absolutely. And they're terrifying words to approach with self-awareness and self-actualization and so forth. But in all truth, in whatever the experiences have been that have led us here, and you and I have, you know, before we hopped on air, shared our 
our own um, struggles. And absolutely, but those are really beautiful reminders throughout life that you can take those and turn them into something positive, like you have with um, finding out about those brain tumors. That is crazy, and I love that you are such an inspiration to so many. And with your struggles, being able to connect in the present moment and be vulnerable still, because thank you. you oh, you're welcome, of course, and. Allowing others to be vulnerable with you is a really precious thing. I have this great friend and now my coach, which, right. and um, his name is Jake. And his saying is um, he creates space for people to be authentically himself. Like that is what his, yes. And I'm like, so beautiful, so well put. But you do a lot of that too, Ash. And watching you online and things like that, it's very scary. Even myself, I shared this with you. I don't necessarily like being on camera. And it's something I work on every day. I'm working to get over it. But just that part of it too, how did you get into social marketing? And what was your desire to go that way? Because you've been able to take this vulnerability and raw and authentic component and kind of marry it with the the world we live in. It's beautiful. I love it. Thank you for saying that. I really sincerely, it means a lot to me to hear somebody kind of say things like that just because growing up as an introverted kid, I never saw myself worthy of much. And also, you know, sincerely, there's just so many better people out there in the world. There are seven and a half billion people. I am definitely by far not the smartest one. I'm definitely not the kindest one. There are so many other people that are so much in in suffering and they struggle so much that they so deserve this opportunity more than I do. So my, my I guess my, my, mission has become how do I give those people a voice uh, how do I how do I create a safe space to use your friend's word Jake's word to um, to have them shine in their own light mm-hmm. for me it's not my predicament that I'm dying right it's everybody's going through the same thing sure. I, you know everybody we're could, all dying we're not getting out of this alive I mean, yeah right? and that older gentleman one thing that he said to me he's like believe me Death is the safest thing you're ever going to go through. Truth. Nothing has ever gone wrong while somebody was dying. This right? is true. And it's very true. Yeah. So for me, if the worst case scenario is me dying and that's already happening, then what do I have to lose? Today, you can lock me up in Guantanamo Bay or one of the worst prisons ever. I promise you, from that prison with the inmates, I'll probably start a tech startup. We'll make the news. We'll do something great uh, just because <laughs> I have no other uh-huh. way for me to spend my time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, and that cracks me up. I have to tell you, like, <laughs> no, it doesn't even matter where I am. That's what's going to happen. Well, the thing is, like, it doesn't matter what kind of toy you have. You end up learning how to play Mm -hmm. with it, right? If you ever take a trip around Africa or anywhere in maybe Middle East, right, you realize those kids don't necessarily have a PlayStation, right? But if they have a tire, they end up having so much fun with that tire, right? Or there were so many times I used to see kids literally play soccer with a ball that had no air in it. And it's just like, how the hell does that work? Yeah, you're like, they're so excited about this ball. (laughs) Totally. At some point in middle school, when I was in Middle East, we used to play with the caps of bottles, Mm -hmm. right? That's how you used to, we used to play soccer, right? Yes. So yep. for me, I to, to to I guess to put this in a different way, I don't get caught up in the drama of human beings, yeah. right? There's too much drama that comes with being a human being, mm-hmm. right? So for example, is there right or wrong? No, it's hard to say. It's hard to say, right? It's, it's all, all a matter of perspective, right? yeah. Because for me, there is some moralities that we have all agreed to, mm-hmm. right? But we have to, and we have to keep those things upheld. However, it's very, very relative. Just like, for example, is there's night or day? Yep. To me, there might not be night or day just because the sun is shining all the time. Sure. Right? So it's just it, a matter of where you are. Totally. It yep. creates a perspective. Right? Absolutely. So for me, I've learned that I, there's nothing I could ever do wrong. It's just doing it my way. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I can get across something like, a, a, let's say, camera. Right. Mm-hmm. For me, it, can I say potentially something wrong that could offend people? Sure. Right? 
Maybe, right? But also have the same opportunity to make up for it, right? If I'm sincere, if I'm truly a good human being, I have, uh, for lack of a better way to put this, if I have no sand in my shoes, then I have absolutely no wor- not, yeah. nothing to worry about. And what really helped me to get out of my introvertness and be able to speak publicly and so on and so forth, number one was the TED Talk, right? Mm-hmm. Because I royally screwed up in my rehearsal oh. and they ripped me apart. No. And I got so much uh, self-insecure, I guess, that I started studying so much more and I started learning how to speak publicly which you know every day still you know mm-hmm. in practice for me right so mm-hmm. I still work on that the other thing is that not getting caught up in the drum of me as a human being about what I'm doing mm-hmm. if I'm on a stage if I get caught up in the drum of myself I start getting self insecure of right? course but if I remember I'm having a conversation with one human being mm-hmm. right and this could potentially be my last conversation then my entire focus is on that person mm-hmm. right today I'm not worried about what I'm saying to this microphone no. I'm worried about what am I going to do for a camp today mm-hmm. so I can make myself a better member of a free bird community. Yeah, for right? sure. Yes, I love instead it. Instead of looking in the camera and figuring out, okay, is my hair straight or am I too tall, too short? I ignore the camera and I remember somebody's going to be watching this video in the comfort of their own home, maybe at midnight and they might be going through X, Y, Z. How do I make myself most useful to that human yes. being? Right? Yeah, I love that. I really do love that, Ash. I mean, how do you how do you manage? Okay, I'll give you an example to help with some context here. So for me, with overcoming my own insecurities, that surface differently every day. And right. the worthiness, the are you enough, the um, fear that what has been brought to my attention is that are you going to be found out feeling that a majority <laughs> of people feel that the rest of their lives. Right. And it's like if you can wrap your brain around that everyone around you is feeling like someone's about to find out I shouldn't be here <laughs> and just embrace that you are there and right. really in, enjoy it and do it. Um, there's something beautiful and you do that very well, even coming against all of your own insecurities and challenges to get there. But what I was going to throw out here was with your, with the insecurities and these kind of things, like for me, what I say is when I muster up the courage to finally do something, whether that's just a video back to someone or whatever it be is as long as I'm doing it from the right place in my heart and knowing that it's with the right intentions, it matters not how it's received because I know I would put it out into the world with the most positive, loving intentions behind it. Yeah. And if it's received differently, it's a matter of perspective on the ears 100%. that or, you know, visually, however it was received by the person. So how have you been able to overcome those more difficult moments when people don't receive it as well as but you're intentionally putting out there in the best possible way? How have you dealt with the haters, essentially? <laughs> I mean, we all have them in some form or capacity. And that's what everyone's fearful of. <coughs> Excuse me, is the potential for haters, even if it's, you know, how do you handle that? Like, what's your MO? Honestly, I think every quote unquote hater is is a very genuinely nice person deep mm-hmm. down inside mm-hmm. and they suffer from their own insecurities. So the biggest thing for me is having empathy. And instead of trying to justify myself, try to always understand where they're coming from. Sure. On social media, uh, uh, considering today we've reached about I have reached with my videos about 300,000 people here in Reno and Wow Sparks, right? congratulations that's Thank huge you. I appreciate that uh, yes it's hopefully I'm worthy of the attention that I'm getting right because I'm taking up people's times and time is the most it's active. what you're putting out there though you're putting out you know and that's why you're attracting it Ash is someone who we cross paths you're putting it out there so okay. I just want you to know that you're the kindness is coming across more than anything else, just so that. you know that. As Thank friend you. to friend, it's serious. I appreciate that uh, mm-hmm. so much. You know, to me, it's just too simple. You know, I had to unlearn a lot of these things because I think right now there's this craving of just learning new things. And for me, it's just like, 
life is basic. Life is too simple. Let's unlearn some of this crap that's been put in our head. Just be, let's be kids again, right? So out of the 300,000 people that we've reached, there may have been maybe about six people, half a dozen people that were skeptical, right? And I sure. totally get that. Sure. Believe it or not, most of these key people that have been skeptical, I've taken out to lunch and I've won them over, right? Yeah. Just because, again, if I have absolutely no sand in my shoes, mm-hmm. then I can easily have the confidence that I never had. The sure. reason as a kid we could, I had never had confidence because I wasn't sure about what I'm doing. But now I am. Mm-hmm. Now I'm really sure that I am not out there to get anybody, yeah. right? And I can easily convince people that here's where I am. Here's what I respect about you. And the one thing that helped me out a lot was the book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Okay. Right? It talks about being sincere. It talks about being kind. And to me, Cam, kindness always wins. I don't know how else to put this just because could you have quote-unquote haters? Yes, maybe. Sure, right? sure. Could you have people that might not disagree, uh, might not agree with your points of view? Absolutely, 100% of, of the time, right? But at the same time, it doesn't mean that we can't be friends. I love my dad. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I agree with every opinion of he course. has, right? Of course. So we can disagree on, on opinions, but the love for all, the, at the risk of sounding too kumbaya to No, you, it's right? okay. You're Just talking be- to a total hippie. So I'm like, I, I <laughs> love, love all the love. <laughs> yes, great. yes. We literally all, even scientifically speaking, we come from the same place, right? Yes. We literally come from the literally. same place. Right. Literally. Literally. So if yes. we, the same elements that they found in our body and in, in, on, on this earth is the same exact elements we've found in the furthest most remote stars out there right a lot of we us are, are stardust right, we are from much. stardust seriously yes like we're all kind of made yes. out of the same elements right yes so for me it's so much easier to love somebody and then not mm-hmm. and here's what i would say 99 percent of people leave everything that they do to chance i don't right what you and I are doing today is I am just literally pushing air through my couple of little muscles yeah. here called vocal cords, and I'm just making noise. Now, I can decide to make a bad noise or a good noise. Somebody, forgive me for saying this. Hopefully, I'm allowed to say this on you your You can podcast. say whatever you want. <laughs> Let's say you and I are driving down the street. Somebody flips me off. Sure. Right? Now, that's the meaning I give to it. Why would I just get so mm-hmm. angry yep. for no reason? Right? Yes. What if I just decided that, you know, I just pretend like that. That is them waving at me, yes. right? I can wave back. I can be, smile at it and so on and so forth. Earlier today, somebody left me a comment on Facebook, right, about my TED Talk, said, you are an idiot. I wrote back, say, I totally agree with that. I oh definitely God. don't think I'm the smartest guy on the planet. Yeah. I, I, I suffer from a lot of different things. Being an idiot is probably one of them, right? What books do you recommend I read? What classes do you recommend I take? I Very sincerely nice. want to be better. What would you recommend I do th- I do to be better, right? Mm-hmm. And I haven't heard back yet, but I'm hoping I will just because I sincerely try to understand where they're coming from. I have to, I have to applaud you. You know, that level of peace, Ash, of... You know, that not letting that raw animal instinct we all share of responding out of like, why I, you know what courage it took. So there goes back that vulnerability, right? Of you can't really control what others do, but you can re- control how we respond to but the matters. Think and, about it, Cam. It's so simple. Somebody is sitting at home and they're running their fingers on their phone. Yes. That doesn't hurt me. No. Right? Not even in the slightest. But, right. If nope. somebody is pushing. If you let it. Right. Yeah. Correct. It's a matter of yeah. how you perceive it. If somebody's pushing their air through their vocal cords and says, yeah. why would that hurt? Right. It doesn't. Right. Right. So for me, we live in a very, very safe world. Right. If people are not attacking me physically, I don't have to fear for my life physically, at least here in the borders of the United States of America. For sure. I am so thankful. I'm so blessed. Yes. Right. If the worst thing somebody can do to me is just run their fingers on their own iPhone. That's that's totally yeah. okay. That's very safe for me, right? So how do I turn that into a positive thing? 
everybody, you've probably heard uh, the famous saying, hurt people hurt people. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, yes. So how do I relieve some of that suffering? It's mm-hmm. not so, so much about me. I've lost, honestly, I've lost all my ego. I don't have much of an ego left anymore in me. It's a matter of how do I more be more understanding? I love that because I do believe that a lot of... Um on my own journey through this and interacting with humans and um, jumping from trade industry of working with people intimately as a traveling hairstylist, I really have learned the different dynamics of personalities and, um, you know, coexisting in different environments in different cities and different cultures. And I love it. It's one of the most beautiful things to me because I believe that we should all be much more adaptable and understanding to those around us. And one of the things, because I overthink, is I always come back to, and I honestly believe that it most likely is a lot of our root issues, is we don't unconditionally love ourselves. So how do we expect to unconditionally love others that we interact with on such a limited basis? So if you're, you know, someone flips you off or someone writes a nasty comment, but you're not unconditionally loving yourself or working towards that. Right you're always going to have this moment of doubt because you don't love yourself, let alone you. Because so everything is up for a potential to influence your own feelings on yourself. And that's where I come back with the piece of it, right? Because that's such a great place to be. And I think it's a a learning every day to find yourself and come back to that. You don't just go into Zen and stay (laughs) like you're a human. I get it. But I think it is really important that you just always remind yourself to come back to it, no Absolutely. matter what, that coming back to that peaceful place is so beautiful. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And from what I've observed, it seems to me a lot of us human beings, and I want your listeners to take pay attention to this, I feel like a lot of times we are nicer to other people than we're to ourselves. This brain of mine would not shut up. It was constantly criticizing me. It was constantly judging me, right? But I would never do that to other people. I would no. never walk up to them and say, I don't like your hair at all today. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you look what? tore back. No, I'm just totally, kidding. <laughs> right? But why would I do that to myself, right. Right? right? So it comes back from self-love. It comes back from understanding. Again, a lot of things that we, we have decided and we've agreed to, they've become a big part of our life. But they're so virtual. They're so con- true. conceptual, right? Mm-hmm. To me, there's no right or wrong in the universe because show me one wrong branch of a tree. Agreed. Show me one wrong river. You just can't, right? So for us, it's a human concept. Like, for example, I love numbers. As a scientist and a Mm -hmm. mathematician myself, I have to love science. It's kind of a part of your DNA. I mean, it is, yes. The number five has never called you and said, hey, Cam, how are you? True that. The number six has never done anything for you, right? So now it doesn't mean that I won't utilize numbers when I see a fit, but if I get too caught up in the drama of my number of followers or how much money I have in the bank account and so on and so forth, I'm going to live a very, very empty life. Mm-hmm. Right. Just because for me, if you attach yourself to a lot of virtual concepts, then you're not living life. Yes. truly, Right. So yes. for me, it just matter. It becomes very simple. It's a matter of what's easy for you. And here's what I will end with. There are two chemicals in our brain that we're controlled by. It's either anxiety or serotonin. Serotonin being responsible for your happiness, anxiety being responsible for, you know, bad stuff. Right. Yeah. If it's my damn brain, yeah. then I better have control over it. Yes. Right? So for me, and I say this respectfully, yes. Cam, if this conversation took a really bad turn and I do, did not enjoy it, I'm a free human being. That's I can right. easily walk out and go across the street and eat as much ice cream as I this want to. This is true. Right? Yes. I got to pull that lever of serotonin in my own head. A lot of times, I don't understand why, a lot of us human beings, we leave that to chance. Mm-hmm. We wait for somebody to flip us off and we're going to just lose our crap. Yeah. doesn't make sense. Imagine this. Monkey A and monkey B. Monkey A walks up to monkey B and says, wow, wow, instead of woo, woo. Mm-hmm. Would a 
it make sense for Monkey B to walk around for the rest of just her angry. life or the rest of her week at least be angry? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense. No. What difference wow wow does make to woo woo physically in your world? Right. It doesn't, right? So instead of leaving it to chance, I want you to take control of your brain. Mm-hmm. Realize that being kind is a choice. Mm-hmm. Being happy is a choice. I get your circumstances, this and that, whatever. You can lose a child, for example, God forbid, which is very, oh, very yes. painful. Yes. But if we look at nature, if a mother, dear, uh, mother, uh, a deer, sure. right, and it's mother, yeah. if they lose a child to a, bu- a pack of lions, for example, mm-hmm. they will mourn about it, but then at some point they realize, I have to move on. Mm-hmm. If a tree loses a branch, it's going to mourn about it, but it's not going to produce ox- stop producing oxygen no. for you and I because we have a responsibility. Imagine if it's the sun got depressed one day and it stopped shining. It would be a really bad day for us. Oh, right? most certainly. So as much as we go through stuff as human beings, we have a job to do. We have mm-hmm. work to do. There's so much suffering and pain happening. We have to make ourselves most useful to you, to each other, and without really necessarily getting too caught up yeah. in the job of being a human being. I really like that you touch on the love component of that because, um, you know, where we were discussing the interactions of human beings in these different things, it's love is truly all that matters. And that's where that, you know, anytime anyone says it's so cliche or it's so this, but it really comes down to it. And um, I myself am a novice in this process. So I I have more of the um, earlier beginning parts of what I've experienced. And finding myself when I'm self-critical or how I speak to myself and um, the terminology that I use. But then I speak to very kind people outside of my own world and they don't say the same things that I do. And making that connection of like, I think I'm saying something wrong, you know, and then being aware of it and loving yourself enough to know and to respect yourself. So I'm saying this as purely someone who's benefited from just loving themselves a little bit more quote unquote, being more selfish to try to work through this. Because for me, I have just woken up in the last few months that I have (laughs) been taking care of others my whole life. Like that's my natural default and I get so much joy from it. But my life currently is calling me to need more of myself. And I have to love myself enough to love others and to temper my responses, to um, temper my thoughts. Because when you're tired and exhausted and I'm a mom of a nine and a 10 year old and- A wife of 13 years and all of these things. I don't so know how you do it? I'm telling you, I don't, you know, <laughs> like really, it's real. I have no idea. I have so much respect for you. All I do is just the business side of, of the world and it's already overwhelming. The oh, fact gosh. That you have so much on your plate and you do so well. It's just very impressive. Thank you. I have, you know, I'm truly grateful. Like we are sitting here saying it's um, throughout my life and I'm very fortunate that I have always learned things very quickly. Right. I see them as opportunities to tap into our intuition and really pay attention if we're being if we have to go through something again and again maybe you need to pay a little bit more attention to where you're at and work through it and so um i'm so grateful to be alive it's called karma in in the west we have this negative connotation about karma it's almost translated right i don't know why i don't know where i don't know when this eastern and western got so heavily divided because i believe they marry so well with each other i mean they need each other in order to be successful i I couldn't agree with you more Mm -hmm. the word karma itself means practice right so if something happens to you let's say you ripped somebody off now somebody else rips you off right Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you did something bad something bad happened to you that means that that's your practice so now you get to put yourself in their shoes and feel like okay it sucks when i get the short end of the stick Mm -hmm. how do i become better right yeah i love that right and i think you do a really good job of at at practicing that i think you have a lot of things on your plate and i i say this in the most sincere voice i can possibly find in my heart you're very impressive and i've met a lot of people you look at my phone right 
right now as I speak to you, <laughs> I have like 441 oh hundred text messages, Ash. 77 missed calls, and I won't even get to my emails or social media messages, right? No. But with that said, out of hundreds of people I met in the last two, three months here in Reno at least, you're one of the most genuine people I've come across. And I so aspire to be like you one day. Oh my gosh, Tony. Thank you so much. I'm truly humbled by your very kind words. I'm blushing so hard if you could see me right now. <laughs> but I really appreciate that because I do try to be kind. I believe that's all that matters and to, for you to feel that that is how I am. I appreciate it well, very, the, very much. The, the chemical in, in our brain, serotonin, there's another word for it called dopamine. And yeah. for me, because you show me so much love, you act like dope. I'm connected to you. I'm addicted <laughs> to you. And i got to keep coming oh back gosh. for more. You know, and that's, that's the biggest winning ticket that I have. And I've got to tell your audience, too. It's really, really profitable to have love, right? Because mm -hmm. you're you right. If you don't discriminate people, if you, even if, if for whatever it's worth, think of it like capitalism, right? Mm -hmm. If you can love everybody, then you can do business with everybody, right? Truth. So not only it warms your heart, mm -hmm. but it also warms your, you know, it just fills your pockets, right? Yes. If I say I'm a Republican, I don't like Democrats. I'm a Democrat. I oh, don't like for Republicans. sure. You're drawing a hard line. You 100%. can't. You're, you're not even allowing out of 50 yourself. percent of the market. Right? It's the truth. And truth. I mean, I love that you bring the capitalist component, right? Because sometimes business will drive someone's intentions first and right. and before they're willing to see themselves because i i do believe i'm not saying this lightly that self-work is very difficult and right. it's a vulnerable and raw thing but it is important and as you can see someone like ash who has put that work in because you had whatever it was for you that really connected right. you whether it be that precious man who was like well you should be dead <laughs> like you know like <laughs> whatever it is it's whatever that moment was for you it's we all have them. Right. We just need to tap into it's okay and be compassionate towards ourselves when we see things that we don't necessarily like and be okay with that we're human and that our experiences. So this is always one of my favorite things to give my free birds is, um, you know, I truly believe life is a series of experiences. Right. And what you take from that experience to your next one is simply up to you. But if you allow yourself to be a kid and play 100%. and be a free spirit in the moment and not be concerned of Republican, Democrat, religious, non-religious. Right. It matters not. All of us are just trying to make it. And 100%. it's all our own reality. But kindness to yourself first right. is the only way we're going to be able to show kindness totally. outwardly. And right. you do... Oh, you showing me the kindness to say that it truly I have I'll be very transparent with every single person. This is no joke me doing the jump from traveling hairstylist to a no CEO kidding. founder. And right. every day is a constant learning process while me trying to balance the... The rest of my life, you know, the uh, the children, the wife, the husband, whatever, whatever, whatever. Absolutely. My story is just that. I've just created it that way. That's my story. And all of us have our own. But um, showing the kindness to one another is how we get through it. And right. it's it's so important that we take the time to tell each other. So I want to make sure that you know from the bottom of my heart. Thank I you. I that so much. Can I ask you a couple of questions? You can ask me whatever you want. So yes. how do you manage all this stuff? How do you create a work-life balance so you can do everything you're doing and also still have time for yourself and also your husband and your two kids and all the other community work that you do? Sure. Yeah. Um, honestly, what I do is I really try to prioritize. So um, I only look at my schedule within a week time. Okay. And when the world feels big, I make it small. So um, legitimately, I go down to the 24-hour days that are ahead of me and I prepare the night before. Mm -hmm. um, just looking for the different things that I may need that I don't have if I'm not as well versed on that. So another thing to remember here is uh, my language is not business acumen, nor am I traditionally trained educationally. I am a hairstylist by trade, and I've done that for 11 years. So learning those things is a part of kind of sprinkled throughout. So that 
is an interesting if one. If I might say it really quick, though, <laughs> Excuse me. Mark Twain said, I would never let schooling get in the way of my education. Yes. You may not have, quote unquote, schooling, but you have a lot of education that you've gained through experience. Agreed. And I would say that experience absolutely can go head to head with education because um, time and time again, I still am. I'm still here. You know, right, so absolutely. I'm here and I've pitched in San Francisco and, you know, all of these things. So it is it's tricky. But for me, what I do is I've learned that, like I said, in the last couple months, I realized self-care wasn't a priority. Right. And the busier and busier and the more demands that I have on my day to day self, um, I had to find a balance. And right. I'll tell you right now, I'm still working through it. But what I do is I wake up at four every morning. I set my alarm. Wow. And between four and eight, that's my time. So, Amazing. yeah, it's um, I'd love to do it. I go and journal. I love to work with, you know, crystals and things like that. And that's so, great. yeah, Good I really do. Thanks. And so if I don't wake up on time, like if I don't wake up at four or right. whatever, my time is just shorter. But um, as my demands are getting heavier and heavier and heavier, I'm finding that I need more and more solitude. So um, I actually have now started incorporating on Saturdays. I get up super early, still do my mornings, but I take my dog and we go to Lake Tahoe and I completely <laughs> untap. And that's so cool. Yeah. And that's how I balance because um, I love people. I truly do. I love life. So right. I get excited for animals and stones and, you know, trees. I, I truly am in awe of life every single Absolutely. day. And I just want to make sure I'm leaving a good mark, that I'm kind to all of the surroundings and that I'm just a, I'm a blessing to all who I come into contact right. with, whether it's nature or not. So um, that's helped me balance that part so that no matter how chaotic and no matter how inconsistent or stressful, because I am the breadwinner, right. I am, you know, the CEO. And right. so I have a few demands on my, <laughs> you know, I have sure. a few demands and but that helps. That really does. So I talk to a lot of our sisters who say, oh, I would love to start my own business. I love to do nails. I love to do hair. I love to do real mm -hmm. estate. But my plate is so full. I've got kids. they got soccer practice yep. and so on and so forth. Your best recommendation to them would be to have a schedule and wake up earlier? I would recommend, you know, you have to do what works for you. Some people are morning. Some people are evening people. Right. Um, but be very efficient in your time. Make sure that you are, you know, doing yourself a favor and preparing for the next day a preparation i will say is 100 percent absolutely the game changer and if you're not great at schedule start looking for opportunities and work with people who i constantly am asking people what do you do with your day like right. just so i can figure out okay tidbit tidbit and i've right. literally that's why my schedule looks the way it does is i've just gathered what others do is are there any apps that you use to help yourself organize the day or the you know the just the apple calendar that you use the iCalendar, or is there anything else that you use throughout your day yeah so i use uh outlook calendar for me that is Beautiful. the best as i am i communicate with my team and right. um, different people throughout the community so that works the best for me um and i would say on the app wise i don't have any particular apps but i do have my alarm set ready to go so Got that it. it's one less thing to think about very good tip Beautiful. yeah Love so it. that's how i manage my time awesome yeah how about you what is it what <laughs> helps you um to be honest, I think one of the things is that I, I kind of grew up in the corporate world, so everything has to be on time for me. So sure. I, I just I almost can, uh, now that I say this, watch me be late, but you know, I almost can't be late. I understand. Just because, 15 minutes early is on time. Uh, right, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Just because it, it's, I've almost developed an OCD. The other thing is that I've learned how to utilize other people where they're really strong, where I'm not, right? So there's multiple personalities that exist out there, right? I happen to be, a, at this point in my life, I happen to be an A-type personality. So for me, that having right brain of um, having everything organized to the T is not necessarily my uh, my 
my strong suit. Mm-hmm. I, I like to play a lot, and I, I love a, a organized chaos. Oh, yes. So a lot of, la, a lack of <laughs> that is put. beautifully put, yes. <laughs> I love an organized chaos. Like Christy, my wife, would walk into my office. She's like, oh, my God, everything's everywhere. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't touch anything because that You're policy, like, I know where it is, Christy. Right. That's legal over there. This is finances. This is marketing. This is whatever, whatever. And she's like, how do you make sense of that and any of this, right? But for me, it, it's just basically how I work. Now, on the flip side, Christy, like, she cannot even go to a grocery store without an Excel sheet, right? Oh, she's got She's super, it. super, super right brain. She's very organized. So I utilize her whatever I can to For help sure. I, yeah, I mean, that's someone you're lucky to have in your back pocket. Absolutely. I mean, and here's something for your audience as yes. well there's something called task rabbit right? oh thank you the mm-hmm. task rabbit is an amazing app that will do all kinds of things for you for very very cheap there's a website out there called fiverr i believe with two oh yes at i the love end. fiverr mm-hmm. for five bucks or an increment of five dollars you can literally get almost anything done right there's another website called upwork it used to be elance and odesk so i'm a liar i use Everything but TaskRabbit. So okay. everything he just said, I use those. My bad. That's fantastic. That's yeah, really sorry. Good. Well, yeah. that's, that's why you're so organized and yeah. that's why you get so much done. And that's I, right. You know, for us to build a little bit more value into our conversation for your audience as well, yes. I want to at least kind of shed some light on some of the things that, you know, I, I have to utilize other people, right? There's yes. so many people that are better graphic designers than I am or better programmers than I am, better social media people. People give me so much credit for the videos, but I've got to admit. like, I, I, I mean, I just even heard someone le- right. less than uh, 10 minutes ago say that to so you. Two things. Number one, there's a gentleman named Vic here in town that I use, and he's amazing. I he reached him. out to me, and he was like, hey, can I do some projects for you? Because, you know, I just recently quit my full-time job. I've been trying to do this. I've got a wife and everything else, but it's not consistent. Yeah. It's like, well, that's called owning your own business. Yeah. Right? You don't get You're a like, paycheck. welcome to the game. Right, totally, <laughs> right? So for me to develop some value into our relationship with him, too, I try to give him one, two, three projects a week, and it works out really well, Right. Because I'm not the best videographer out there, right? But if I can utilize some of my skill set in conjunction with his, then we can do something greater. Even something as simple as lifting a table, it's so much harder if I do it myself. But if there's two of us, you get one side and I grab the other side. You're leveraging your community. Always, Mm -hmm. right? So for me, I I laugh hysterically when somebody's like, oh, I'm a self-made millionaire. It's like... You're like, that doesn't exist. There's no such thing as self self-made at all no. anything right no. whoever you are i don't care who you are who you've been in the whole history of humanity you've had to have and some sort of ecosystem that you yeah. grow up in right so for me it's a matter of utilizing the people that are around you now here's a caveat a lot of times when i talk to these uh, about these topics people are like well i don't have money to hire people it's like okay look you can literally walk up, walk up to unr you can walk to any college right you can talk to some of these um younger people that may want to just get some sort of re- experience real mm-hmm. life experience right yeah they might be great with web design they yeah. might be great with videography right if you can work with them instead of them taking a three unit course if they can intern yes. with you and you can actually sign off on that and so they can get the same equal credit then why not it's mutually beneficial totally. why wouldn't you you and i have done a lot of free work yes. for other people in exchange for experience that's right? right so other people will also do that for you as well for me it's a matter of doing enough favors for other people so when you need them they can also come back and have your back i am so curious about that because to touch a little bit on you know being in the business world and the startup community and having the privilege to meet you and just moving to reno so recent as well and i I have to know how that's going but i'm so curious you're not necessarily business model but hearing the community sharing component so how what is the structure framework of how you like to do business as a social marketer i'll tell you a secret Okay. <laughs> Human beings have this problem with owing others something, right? Yeah. 
So here's my game plan. I do favors for you today, and I do another one tomorrow, and then I do another one the third day, and another mm-hmm. one the fourth day, right? By the f- time I get to the fourth or fifth day, you're like, all right, look, dude, like I can't accept you keep doing these things for me. What can I do for you? And frankly, Long they end game. up overcompensating me for what I had. For example, let's say you and I sat together and you were talking about Freebird. If I was able to give you a winning strategy, a marketing strategy today that, let's say, added another $250,000 a year to your bottom line, sure. right? Yep. There's a chance that at some point you're going to come back and do something. <laughs> for for, sure. <laughs> for now, sure. Here, again, at the sound of sound to Kumbaya to some of your audience, here's my game plan. I'm dying, and I don't know which one of these days is my last. I need to do enough for Cam. So tomorrow, if baby Claire calls you, says, Cam, I'm stuck on the 80 freeway. Mm, Remember, Ash? Yes. I'm, her, I'm his daughter. Yeah. I need I'll be ride, there. Right? Only if I've earned that trust with you, right? Yes. If I'm a jerk and I only look for my own self-gain, then I won't survive, right? I want to transcend death by doing favors for other people. And doing favors for other people makes me feel really good. And also, I can't stress this enough. It's so, so, so profitable. I've only been here in Reno for the past three months. I moved here July 23rd. So I've been here three months and four or five days, right? For me to have access to people like yourself or other well-established people like Connie Ray, there's a chance we might just be doing something for the governor's office as a project, right? For me, the little old me, the little foreigner that doesn't even deserve to be I love that, by the way. I love that you are also foreign like just so you know i think it's beautiful because i not the american none of that i'm willingness and determination and growth and you know it is so amazing to me what you've done and it's harder i mean it's harder when you're not born here in to just have that without you had to get your citizenship it had to and it's not the easiest citizenship to get so i mean it makes i love it that's honestly so so much more impressive to me because you still have such a great attitude, and I know that it probably hasn't been the easiest journey. And I'm so grateful that our paths got us here today to to be able to talk about it. Thank you so much. I honestly, I, I'm everything that I have. I didn't come up with it, right? Even the words I'm using to communicate with you. Somebody else had done the homework and the hard work of actually creating these words and these vocabularies just for me to be able to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. Somebody was smart enough to create these microphones and this technology for us to be able to have this right. communication. I am so thankful to be the beneficiary of all these things. The fact that I can stick my head out here and say anything I want about the political parties, both of them, yeah. right? And I still yep. won't get assassinated. That's an anomaly. That's a, a win. Right, yes, totally, yeah, right? of course. Even an amazing, great, country like the great britain right they can literally suspend their entire congress say well we're not sure how you're going to vote so we're going to suspend all you right and all your representatives so you can't vote yeah so you have no say oh my god i know believe that well and even just the unrest of not having a voice 100 percent, not having a voice not even being able to and it is something that taking full advantage every single day why wouldn't we absolutely again you and i can disagree with some of the opinions that our founding fathers had had but how dare i judge somebody from 300 years ago sitting in the comfort of my own home on my little iphone right right Right. judging somebody that i have no context of what they had to go through right just the idea of not even having enough medication or not even enough health care for them to even be able to or knowledge i mean anything knowledge that's something that i think in the 21st century that you know we forget because it's this second nature if we want to know something we'll know it i mean there is no guessing anymore there is no libraries (laughs) there is no oh i have to study for this i mean within seconds and here's what i would say to your younger your younger listeners i say this with all the respect to the older people as well 
if you're younger, have a lot more faith in what you're believing than what other people are telling you. Because the truth is, if you are a millennial or Generation Z, you're iPhone 11, an old school person is iPhone 6. So naturally, yes, you are better. Naturally, you know more because a, a, a Generation X or a generation even prior to that, my parents had to physically find a library that yes. actually had a book that they wanted to study, then go there, sign up for that library, make sure the book was even available. It was there. Check, check yes. it out. And they would only have a certain amount of days to read whatever they had to read and give it back to you. Yes. But you and I now have access to YouTube University. We have. We don't even Google. have to. We can just say it. Totally. <laughs> Siri. <laughs> and here she comes. <laughs> like, I mean. Totally. So... Imagine this. If there was an avocado right here on the table, that's mm -hmm. the avocado. This is ash, mm -hmm. right? But the next second when I eat it, all of a sudden it becomes part of ash, yep. right? So everything that I have doesn't belong to me. It's everything that I've consumed from other people. The wars, the knowledge, the, the sayings, the phrases, the, whatever I have, right? So if it doesn't belong to me, here's a little bit more social pressure for all of us. It's selfish of you to keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to get on camera. You have to get on stage. You have to speak publicly. You have to share these gifts that you've been giving because they're not yours anyway mm. so pass it around the moral obligation almost yes. of sharing the experiences that 100%. you've learned mm -hmm. yeah yeah i like that a lot and so i mean as a as a friend of it and lover of business obviously my brain goes this way using what you've learned accumulated and so forth how did you start creating your business as a brand new entrepreneur in the States. So at 26, you said, right, you were starting your marketing company and so forth. Did you start out doing this type so of work here? I started or? when I was 17. Uh, I'm, uh, I became a quote unquote a millionaire by age 26. Okay. Okay. So, that's where I got that number. My bad. Okay. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. And started with, what does that mean? So the biggest challenge for me was that I wasn't a citizen. So I didn't have a social security number. I couldn't physically work. Right. right. And I wasn't going to do anything illegal because it's not like I have a country to go back to. If well, I got... and you're also trying to be on the up and up in this country. Sure. I mean, of course. Hopefully, if I'm given the opportunity, I would love to serve somewhere else, somewhere bigger. And for me... Because I never had confidence, my only confidence comes from telling the truth and knowing what I know, right? If I had some ulterior motives, if I had some uh, sand in my shoes, I just can't be confident because I'm always worried about somebody finding that out. That finding right? out, sure. Totally, right? So the, why it worked for me is that I have I had no choice. I, it was a necessity, right? You'll be surprised how fast you can run when there's a lion chasing you. Oh, right? sure. Just because it's out of necessity. They ask a bullet. It's survival. Right. They ask a bullet, why do you go so fast? It says, it's not me. It's the fire on my ass. Mm -hmm. right? <laughs> True that. So True 100 that. 100 percent of the time, what happens to me is if you can psychologically convince yourself that I have no other options. Right. People always say in business, scratch your plan B, because if you don't have a plan B, you're going to succeed. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. the way we're built. So for me, my back is was against the wall and I couldn't do anything else. As I would kind of get involved in the church, as I would go out and about and I would see an older lady, for example, dialing her son's phone number from memory, I would say, hey, my sister, you know, there's a contact from even your flip phone, right? Can I show you that? When I would show them that and they would realize I hadn't eaten for a day or two or three, they were mm. like, oh, kiddo, you're hungry. How about I buy you a meal? And for me, it was like, oh, wow. You would do that for me? Really? Wow. Just because I just showed you which button to press? Yeah, you were using your skill set. Right. Yeah. So I ended up learning what my grandmother told me. If you're new to a village, if you see an overgrown grass or a lawn next door, knock on their door with permission to mow their grass. If you see somebody unloading their truck, go give them a helping hand. If you do right by people and do it for a long enough time, people will always give you opportunities. Wow. 
in today's world, we're very skeptical. If somebody reaches out, unfortunately, this was my experience. When somebody reached out to me and they wanted to quote unquote help me, they always had some sort of multi-level marketing company that they wanted me to join. Right. Or they're like, hey, I'll help you, but all you got to do is just buy this $8,000 course. Right. Like, Man, if I had $8,000, <laughs> I wouldn't be talking to you. Right, you're all, right? bro, my problems would not be this. <laughs> totally. I, I did a couple of... Uh, projects for some nonprofits here in town and they're basically was like hey we're having an annual event um, we're going to display your logos like, no 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 I, I don't I don't want you to do that right or uh, there was a nonprofit that they sent us some a letter for tax benefits and you write it off mm-hmm. it's like look if I'm trying to be helper, right, and right. I make you feel like you're the helpy and the helper, that's trying to add to my ego. It doesn't totally. work that way, right? Yeah. If I can be half the man I am, if I help you without seriously not expecting anything in return at all, because otherwise not helping. It's no, basically a trade, right? So for me, why it worked is because I had no other choice. And mm-hmm. I had to be a good human being because to me, it just from what I've observed, it seems like other people like good human beings. Mm-hmm. It seems like if I was egotistical versus humble, people choose humble every time. Uh, if I was agreed. truthful. I saw or, you post something on your story today about this. I only got to catch a minute of it before you walked in. If you don't mind me asking, you were talking about kindness on your story today right. about, if you don't mind, I only got to see the first one and then you text me you were here. So I got off of it. But what were you talking about on this video? I'm curious. Um, I met a gentleman earlier today, no names mentioned. Yeah, of course. He, he was very, very, very arrogant. Mm. And he was uh, very full of himself and so on and so forth. And I almost walked out of the meeting uh, in the midst of us meeting. And I had to remind myself that I have to understand where he's coming from. I don't agree with what he's saying at all. I don't like how this, this conversation Even the is, feeling probably of the room. Totally, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, I had to try to be the influencer for this influencer. He runs a company that has a lot of employees. And his assistant, when he walked in, she was almost shivering. You know how sometimes when people walk in a room, you have this feeling? And she was so terrified of him. So was everybody else. And he was at least 20 minutes late to the meeting. So I just didn't have a great feeling. Mm -hmm. Now, the conversation didn't go very well, but (laughs) at least in the beginning. Towards the end, he kind of warmed up. He kind of opened up. He kind of reconnected on a human level. And he said, I would love to take you out for lunch or dinner, even with our wives. I was like, fantastic. That's what I'm looking for, right? Right. But what I was talking about there is that it's so easy for us to get caught up in the drama of our own our own ego, right? Mm-hmm. Now, ego for me is the definition of death. Because mm-hmm. if you have too much ego, people won't like that. Sure. To me, it's very easy to know what people like, what people don't like. Mm-hmm. People like honesty. People like transparency. People yes. like being humble. And it's, real. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's so much more impressive that I do XYZ for you and you don't even know who I am and people ask me who are you and I said I'm seriously nobody who cares mm-hmm. about me let's focus on you and then they watch some of my stuff or they find out oh I've, I've done XYZ they're like oh my god why don't you tell me <laughs> you're like because it wasn't about me I was talking to you right and yes. also frankly and you do a really beautiful job of that by the way thank like, you and it's felt it's not this I think sometimes people can hear this and be like okay but is he really like that like <laughs> no and all honesty, you are, and you exude that. And of course, you're human. There's going to be days where you're going to have human moments, and that's Absolutely. okay too. But the your heart comes through, and I just want you to know that Thank it you. does. I mean, I already admitted I love I'm it. an idiot, so right. You're like, hey, you can't say worse to me. I always say, I'm like, what's the worst they can say? No, and like, right. what's the worst they can call me? It's all right. I've right. been called worse. I'm not worried about it. You know, it's just it's okay. Love totally. yourself through it because Absolutely. it's true. Look at you showing love. And what it's created for your career. I, I, at some point, I was so angry with myself that how come somebody won't help me? When I realized I'm dying, I was like, before I die, before 
I lose this chance? How come I can't be that role model that you and I never had? Agreed. How come I can't live up to my own words? How come the one hero that I was hoping for, how come I can't be that person for somebody else, mm -hmm. right? Isn't that what Dr. Martin Luther King did? Yes. Isn't that what Gandhi did? Isn't yes. Isn't that what Dalai Lama did? Isn't that what uh, Mother Teresa yes. did? If I can't be half the people or even a fraction of the people they were, then I can literally win anything. Because even yes. the most powerful person here on, on, on earth, let's say the president of the free world, America, mm -hmm. right? At any given point, 50% of the country is not going to agree with him. Of course. Or of her, course. right? Yep. But guess what? The Dalai Lama is welcome anywhere. He can pick up the phone and say, hey, Pentagon, I'm coming through. I'm telling uh, you what. It's just there's no borders there. <laughs> like right. It just works. Right. Yes. Love works. Love wins. And I really don't know how else to explain this. I want every single one of your listeners to give it a try. Mm -hmm. Don't be worried about, oh, where, where am I going to get the money and so on and so forth. I promise you. Once you start doing favors for people, mm -hmm. people start overcompensating you. A lot of times people reach out to me and say, hey, I don't have any engagement on my videos or on my posts. Like, well, how, how often do you engage with somebody else's content, right? Mm -hmm. If you love people and you show them love, they get addicted to you. Yes. If you don't, if you feel like you don't have enough people around you supporting you, it's probably because you're not supporting enough people around you. There's truth in that for sure, as well as I think we can kind of uh, pair that with the saying of isolation is the beautiful breeding ground of idiosyncrasies, <laughs> of not yeah. having you know, input or um, opinions of Absolutely. life and others on yourself and what you do. And life is movement and motion. And we are species that are meant to live and coexist together. So if we're not interacting, we're really doing ourselves and others a disservice by not sharing what we've experienced Absolutely. in this crazy, crazy journey of life. 100%. So to before we wrap this up, Ash, I have to know how is Reno treating you? How are you? How are you? Uh, I mean, <laughs> you've probably seen more of it than me, and I've been here two years. So tell me, how's it been? It's amazing. It's really incredible. I've I've been to dozens and dozens of different cities around the world, and I have never, ever, ever come across a bigger collection of kind-hearted people than here, right here on, in in Reno. I feel like we have the balance of both worlds. If I want to go to Charles Schwab, Mary Lynch, Goldman Sachs, they all exist here, right? Yep. I, there's Starbucks right down the corner from everywhere, yes. right? But at the same time, it still feels like that small town core heart, heartfelt feelings that, no, I won't screw you over. I won't flip you off if yes. I'm angry at you because I'm going to run into you in the grocery store again, right? Oh, my gosh. And I love that a lot. <laughs> yes. And I, here's the other thing that uh, resonates with me a lot. I like the state of Nevada because they like to give you freedom. They won't say, for example, don't gamble. They say, no, well, you can gamble if you want to, but here are the consequences of that, what, that, what you have to live with. Yes. Right? So they give you, they empower you to make your own choices, but also you're going to have to sleep in the bed you make. Right? That's right. And I really love that just because I think we are students of experiences, right? Mm -hmm. If I can experience something bad myself, then I won't make that mistake, right? Yes. And I want something better for ourselves. But I, I'm not for somebody else telling me how to live my life. I, I lived like that for a long time in, out in the Middle East. And for me, to be honest, Cam, it's crazy to me that Iranian government just about a month ago, for the first time, they're allowing women to attend I, sporting events. I can't even believe it's taken how this long. Is that, how is that even possible? How is that not a civil war by now? Right? I agree. It's just crazy. So for me, having the luxuries and the abilities and the freedoms that we have here in America, especially here in Nevada, is yes. just such a blessing. And I love it. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I have a, a short a story I'll share with you that I think you'll really appreciate. Please. And 
you know, the thing is, life experience and freedom and all of that kind of encompassed, just to kind of give you my stance on it all is, I really do believe that I wish we could have things not be so regulated and right. let people just live because I think that there's this allure and, um, you know, no, don't do that. This is bad. This is that. And it's like, hold on. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a matter of opinion. So right. for me, I'm all for the as far and wide freedom as possible in all sense of the word. Absolutely. But I remember when <clears throat> so uh, a couple years back, I was working alongside a nonprofit in the Dominican, and mm -hmm. I had established my own nonprofit when I lived in Dallas to go and um, help them teach them how to do hair because they Ooh. are not a licensed or regulated country. And so the women could get out of prostitution by working, doing hair wow. instead of, you know, Amazing. yes. And so I had the very, very fortunate circumstance kind of back to, you know, you put it out there, it comes back, love and so forth. I had connected with these two brilliant women and we were collaborating, right? Well, in order to take the organization that I was newly forming, had a board already, all these things are lining up. I'm like, I need to go. I need right. to see what we're working with, who sure. we're working with, and so forth. So very long story short, I spent nine days in the Dominican living as a Dominican. Wow. And it was beautiful. I loved it. Uh, I geek out hard on these things. <laughs> I love to go to cultures and live exactly right. like them. I don't want to be treated different. I right. so wish that I didn't look different so they didn't treat me. To, you know, like I want them to feel like I'm a part of their family. Right. But um, And they did very quickly and I loved it. But so we get there and she runs this youth center and this youth center is there to help them have a place to go so that they're not in the barrios. And for those of you who are not familiar with third worlds or barrios and so forth, it is legitimately shacks yeah. and plywood walls, right. feces, urine all over the ground. I mean, Absolutely. it's the worst of worst living situations. Right. So throughout these nine days, I had the privilege of going into the barrios with this woman who had earned the trust of the village community and so forth to be in these barrios. Okay. And as we're down there, it's just the worst situations for an American to see. Like you hear it, right, but sure. then you see it and so forth. And I'm like, you know, my perspective got sh rocked hard. And I'm like, I will yep. remember this for the rest of my life. You know, it, this will be my um, my comeback to my perspective right. checker. Yeah, my, you know, absolutely. and this two year old's running around and, you know, grabs food off the ground, starts eating it. And oh, it's yeah. covered in feces and, you know. But that baby is so happy. And right. I walk down and, you know, girls are crying because of, you know, they've been sexually abused by right. whoever and all these things. I mean, it is crazy. And when I say crazy, my heart hurts for them. But here's why I say all of the above. They live next to the ocean, the river, all of these things in the worst case scenarios. The worst rain flood came. Waters rose to my knees within seconds. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've never seen anything like this. Right. As an American in safe, high ground and right. so forth. They look at me and they said, imagine what the barrios look like. And my heart sank because right. I was there that day but did not correlate, okay? Right. Next morning we wake up, I'm ready to like love these babies, hold them, take care of them, make sure that they're right. totally fine. And they walk in and they're singing. And they come dancing and singing in this little boy and I'll never forget this moment. And it changed my life for the rest of my life. And he comes singing and dancing and I'm like ready to embrace him that I can maybe bring some whatever, whatever that even matters. Right. And he looks up at me and he's like, I'm just so happy you're here. And he hugged me and he was covered in sewage. And I'm like, I will remember your joy the rest of my life because you were able to hug me in one of your worst days, you, you know. And from that moment on, it, and they said to me when we were there, the only reason you're in a different situation than them is you were born where you were and right. they were born where they were. And when I, it, you know, just those small sentences that sure. dug deep in my heart and I'll never forget them. And it just matters sure. not. And so uh, the reason I even share all of that is wherever you are, no matter what your experiences have led you, 
you're putting out love and kindness and sharing those things. And I hope that more people don't have to experience moments, you know, of like the perspective checkers in order to wake up. But look for opportunities to connect. Look for opportunities to challenge yourself. I read this quote recently that strongly encouraged me because I feel like I'm always gulping with this next sentence is, Put something in your day that makes you gulp and not take a deep breath and that scares you just enough. I was scared to do this podcast. I mean, it's very truth. It's transparent. Like I am I get very nervous because I get so excited. And those are very similar emotions. But I'm so glad I did because I got to know you more. And I appreciate you so much. Cam, I got to tell you this from the bottom of my heart. I love you like a sister just because you're such a kind, beautiful soul. And I appreciate everything you're doing for the community just because even those words of having the perspective can can change somebody's world. And there's there's a saying that says if you can't change the world focus on changing somebody's world, right? And yeah. I think you're definitely do that. And I'm sincerely honored to just be in front of you. And again, the little old me doesn't, you, you, now you realize why I have so much gratitude and perspective because that's that used to be where I came from, right? Love and it. that's something that I've seen over and over and over again. And I hope everybody realizes how lucky we are. And hopefully with this little chance that we have, we can make something good out of it. Well, I am so grateful and right back at you. I am here for you anytime. Love you from the bottom Thank of my you heart. So much. And I can't wait to meet your precious wife and, you know, get to know her and your precious babies. But we got to take notes when you talk about babies and how to raise them the right way. (laughs) I'll tell you. I don't know if I'm doing it right. I'm telling you. I've told them straight up, you guys. I've said, um, I'll just pay for your therapy. (laughs) I'm always like, I hope I'm not ruining you. My babies are homeschooled. So, I mean. cool. We're thinking about the same thing. I love it. I really do. Um, They're exposed to business and all of these different conversations. And they know who you are. Like, it's really cute because they're like, is today Ash? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) But. It is. It's life. And I'm really grateful that you are now a part of mine. And thank you for taking time with me today and sharing your story with our community. I have nothing better to do with the rest of my life just than just this. I love it. And we'll make sure that people can get a hold of you. They're going to want to know you. I if you don't, you need to. How can they find you online? Um, I'm on uh, social media. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I happen to be a lot on um uh, on Facebook, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest way is my cell phone bill, three one zero area code nine two seven two five eight eight, and first name is A S H, last name is S O B like Bob H E. Perfect. Thank you so much, Ash. It was a pleasure. Yes, all right, guys, on. have a great day. Bye. Love you all. Take Love care. Love you. <laughs>